0: Welcome back to Below Average Gaming, where we believe in whatever form of escapism you need to not murder-suicide your entire family you've been quarantined with for over the last year. And today, we're going to talk about the best games to play for maximum escapism, open-world free-roaming games. And I'm here with the great and powerful, ooh kill me, my computer exploded, Michael. How's it going, man? Wow, that was an intro. (laughs) That was an intro. I've decided to just... Get maximum energy in here, throw caution to the wind. This whole week's been garbage. And now we're talking about games where you can just unleash and do whatever you want. Are you excited?
1: I mean, am I playing games at the top of this list or at the bottom? Because I think that changes my opinion.
0: <laughs> okay, uh, how about the bottom of the list? So, <laughs> Oh yeah, with- that goes great. That goes great. Yeah. As with our new tradition, we're going to kind of go from this sucks to this is good. Talking about these open world games. So obviously, Michael, for those who don't know, you're the specialist when it comes to this. And I'm the... A couple of these games are interesting to me. So why don't you lead us (laughs) off? you excited? Yeah, I mean, this is a type of game that I am
1: extremely prone to losing time in. I've played probably more Minecraft than any other game. And that's really impressive when you consider the amount of time I've played League.
0: Yeah, I'm I'm sure we've both lost several weeks of actual time to that. To leak? Yeah, I've lost yeah. more to Minecraft, to put this in perspective for you.
1: And, and that, that's a lot of Minecraft. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, this genre, just to kind of talk about the genre as a whole, the draw to this genre is normally the concept of you can do whatever you want. Which I think appeals to a lot of people, and I I think that a lot of these games get better in multiplayer, which is another thing that's really interesting about them. But these games try to be, you can do whatever you want, and you can have whatever experience you want, and I think that's really cool, and some of them just, like, don't do it. And for a genre where you want to let your players do anything and have this open-world sandbox, when you kind of mess that up, it's a big deal. Mm hmm But the first game on our list, and we played some of this game, and this game, this is a game that, and I think like a lot of the games on this list,
0: made me want to love it, but I couldn't. Yeah, I'm going to agree with that. So the first one we're going to talk about then is Ark Survival Evolved, which I don't get why people like this game as much as they do. I'm just going to be honest. I don't get it. Dinosaurs, man. I see, I was never into Jurassic Park or anything like that. Even as a kid, it was, like, neat dinosaurs, but Godzilla was always my go-to monster thing. So, like, literal, you know, quote-unquote factual dinosaurs, you know? And games just wasn't, like, that big of a draw to me. So I don't think that helped at all for me trying to get into this game. Also, the game is janky as hell, so I don't think that helped either. But jank comes with this genre to a, a point, though.
1: Yeah, I definitely think that the jank has decreased over the years. Arc is one of the first 3D, non-cube-based games in this genre. And it's a hard thing to do. Like, jank kind of does come with it, but it definitely has not aged well when you compare it to how smooth some of the later games in this genre are. Yeah, for sure. My big problem with Arc, actually, is... I think one of the big things about this game genre is they have to give you enough direction that you have something you want to do, but little enough direction that you still get to choose what you want to do, if that makes sense. For sure. And ARK kind of destroys its progression to me with its you unlock recipes by leveling up and putting skill points into a tech tree.
0: Really? You're not a fan and I,
1: of that? I thought that was awful. Right? I, If you want to hmm. do that, give me like a research table where I have to spend resources and time to research new things. I would be super in for that if you want to do that in a game. But just having like a skill point where you have to pick and choose what you want to be able to build felt really bad to me. I didn't like it at all. You know, I,
0: I think I can get behind that. I think... If you had skill points that make you better at things, would be better than skill points to craft things.
1: Yeah. And the big thing the big thing for me is in a game like that, it doesn't make sense that I go and punch something, get a level up and then learn how to craft a wall. Like that doesn't make sense. No. So, that's kind of where it has this issue of I don't like that system and that system seems to be at the core of the game. And that really put me off of it in a big way up on top of the game, just being extremely janky. And the whole, when you launch up this game, most of the games on this list, when you launch them up, you start up and it starts you in a randomized world and you have access to everything. And this game has these like scenarios that you're supposed to play through that limit what you can do in them. And so because the game's telling me that I should play these, I'm like, well, these probably are the way that you're supposed to play the game then. And they didn't feel good. I didn't like them. I would much rather have just you pop me into an open world and be like, you can do everything. You're going to have to figure
0: it out. Yeah, I, I, I can feel that. Yeah, it's just our Archimist. There's a few mechanics in it. I wasn't a big fan of. And yeah, like it it feels open and narrow at the same time and yeah if, if the core of the game doesn't capture you with this genre you're not gonna like it yeah
1: and that's so, a, a big problem
0: yeah definitely so do you want to do anything else on arc what do you like i guess Ark, yeah. Ark definitely missed
1: <laughs> arc definitely missed and it's the, the reason I think that we want to talk about it first is It's the only game that at this point I have no interest in going back and trying Whereas a lot of the other games On this list I'm like This does something different enough To other games that I want to try it mm-hmm. But The next couple on the list Are kind of on here because Neither of us have really played these I know a little bit about them And so they're on here because they look interesting And they look kind of cool But we haven't played them, and that is Raft, Grounded, and Rust. So Raft and Grounded, I feel like, are the two really easy ones to link together. They're semi-recent, and they're both takes on this same kind of survival game that Ark is, where Grounded is, as we like to call it, Honey, I Shrunk the Kids, the game. Yep. And Raft... You start on a little one by one raft and you have to basically build a raft and you can build fishnets and a whole bunch of different ways to craft things and stop at islands and go harvest things off of these islands when you're there. And you have to find ways to contend against like sharks and things like that. So there's a lot of interesting things in the game and you get to kind of build this mobile base, which is kind of cool because you get to take it wherever you want.
0: Yeah, I never actually heard about this game until you brought it up and I looked up on it a little bit. It looks interesting, but I feel like this is one of those games which is pretty common in the genre where you want more people to play it. Mm-hmm. And th- I'm slightly interested in this, yep. but at the same time, I might get sick of looking at water at some point, so I'm not 100% sure. Yeah, that's fair. I
1: think, I think the multiplayer aspect is a fair point. I think there's only one game on this list that I would actively play single player. Yeah, So that's a big statement Like a lot of times you need people And a lot of the times people will play For later games in this list Things like Rust and Minecraft Like people will run bigger random servers So basically just like a public server Where anyone can join And I don't really enjoy those I find that when you're doing a like Something like that where it's like an open world thing And you're playing with people You kind of have to all be on the same page Or else it's not really the, sa- the best experience In my yeah. opinion
0: Yeah I, I agree Yeah and then, and then
1: Grounded I know got a like A ton of traction when it first Released and I don't know if that was Like they had sponsored a bunch of People to play and talk about the game Or if people just were really interested about the game But this game feels like it died It really does This game really feels like It fell off a cliff and no one's playing it anymore and I don't know if that's fair because I don't play the game. I haven't seen people playing the game, but I wonder if this game just didn't have the
0: longevity that some of the other games on this list have. Yeah, I don't think it definitely did die. I mean, average players right now with this is a thousand on steam, which is yeah, that's pretty, pretty rough. That's
1: pretty <laughs> the thing rough. you have to remember is this game's also one that you're going to play with game pass and things like that as well.
0: Yeah, for so sure it'll be on game, but but still, even though <laughs> Steam isn't the best metric, it's a good Steam's, one. Uh, yeah, and it's just like if you look at, over time, it went pretty high, like when it came out, and then it dipped. There was a big update in November. It dipped, and then it's just slowly peered off and died since then. Like since December, nobody's really extra has been logging into this game.
1: Yeah, and I think I think that's good because I think. I think the survival game genre has been majorly saturated on PC, whereas I know a lot of people who are playing on PlayStation or on Xbox are still playing something like Arc because some of the later options aren't available to them. Yeah. Because a lot of the games in this genre, and we obviously aren't talking about all of them because there's been a thousand attempts at this. A lot of the games in this genre are made by smaller companies that don't put in the manpower and the
0: money to develop them into a console game for sure and with grounded i think the whole reason i never really wanted to get into grounded is the aesthetic of the you've been shrunk you're in the backyard thing doesn't appeal to me at all i actually did find this very uninteresting but honey i shrunk the kids that movie is not good it never was <laughs> like like enjoy what you want I personally would rather gouge my eyes out than like watch that movie again. It's just I watched it again recently and it just was not as good as as I remember it. And I don't remember liking it either. So that says a lot. That is not my jam. Yeah, that's generally generally not a good start.
1: Uh, So jumping forward to Rust. Rust is a game that I think is actually incredibly well designed. I think The. Game itself is really cool and I think the way in which you have to play it or the way in which most people play it destroys the game to a great extent so the the concept of rust is you are in this like nuclear aftermath and you're on this island. And there's areas that have like nuclear radiation. So you have to wear like hazmat suits or things to like protect you from it in those areas. And you have to go around the map and there's various locations that all will have basically resource pockets. And you can find guns and find and like build a building build a house. And you have to like track down armor or not armor, uh, ammo and things like that, which is actually really cool. And I think the way in which it's done with having a whole bunch of different points of interest across like a known map that you have to continue to go back to because the loot in them respawns is really cool and actually a lot of fun. The game heavily leans into PvP, which is where, again, this comes back to the... You kind of have to be on the same page as other people when you're playing this game because the majority of this game is played on public servers where if you go to start playing... You're going up against someone who has a thousand hours on this server and has everything they could possibly want that will just kill you mercilessly for no reason. Yeah. Which to each your own, if that's what you want to of your gaming experience, you have a blast. Not really my cup of tea. One thing I do think this game did that's really cool is when you get later on into the game, there's actually a couple of like. I want to, like, describe them as dungeons, but that's not really a fair description. But basically, one of the big ways that you get loot in the later game is you go to, like, an oil rig, and you basically have to take over this oil rig from a bunch of NPCs. So you have to, like, launch an assault on this oil rig, and then you can use a key card that you can find elsewhere in the game to open up the door, and it has a whole bunch of high-tier loot. And I think that's really cool. That's that a really cool. interesting and fun way to do that because you have to, one, find some way of transportation to the oil rig. You have to actually, like, assault it and take them out. And that's just actually really interesting to me.
0: Mm-hmm. Having a goal like that in these games isn't always there. And I like having a goal, even though it's not necessarily what everyone wants in this genre. Something like having a quest In a game like this where there's a bunch of crafting and gathering, I like that. And I think that's what turns me off of this genre a little bit, is when you don't have a goal. Even if it's a goal that's so wildly away from where you're at currently, just knowing it's there is kind of cool. Yeah. We're with the next
1: game. Moving into, I think this is games now that, I think we've both played most of these. I've played all of these now. Okay. I haven't played one of them, but we'll get to that. So the next one on this list is Don't Starve. Yes. And this game, I actually really like. I think that, again, this game was really benefited by Don't Starve Together because this game is better with people, like most of the games on this list. But this game, for me, had the issue of... That goal being so abstract, I didn't even understand it, if that makes sense. Yeah. Because there is, like, a goal in the game, but it's, like, so out there, and you don't really have any idea what it is, from my experience. And I found this game, well, it was a ton of fun, and I enjoyed it. Trying to actually progress in it, very daunting. Fair. I don't Um,
0: know if that makes sense on your side, but that was my experience with it. It did did feel like there was a long ways to go on the road ahead, basically. And just getting each incremental step forward was a real struggle that I didn't want to do by myself. And I played this game before Don't Starve Together came out. So I, I played when it was fairly new, and it's just... It definitely was missing a little bit of that to me. The art style was interesting, but also awkward for a crafting game. Like, I had a hard time dealing with making, like, what seemed functional and cohesive and dealing with enemies with this art style because it kind of blended in a bit to me. I think it's in the foreground and background, so I never really got super far in it.
1: Yeah. And I think that this game And this is a topic that I think will come up More in the later games on this list because they have More obscure Issues in a way I found myself in this game Never really knowing what to do Yeah And it wasn't that I felt like there were too Many options Because that does happen It was just like I looked at it and I was like I actually don't know what my priority is supposed To be here For sure or, like, how to achieve X. Like, if I want to accomplish this, I didn't really, like, I didn't think the game did a very good job of explaining how to achieve it.
0: Yeah, I feel very similarly, too.
1: Like, this is a game that I don't think I would enjoy going back and playing without a wiki.
0: Yeah, and at that point, having a wiki open with something like this makes them less fun to me. Because yep. the discovery is a big part of the enjoyment.
1: Yep. Anyway, yeah. Oh, do you have something for Don't Starve here?
0: No, just for for Terraria, our next one here. Up front, this is gonna. This might sound a little weird, but for Terraria, it being on like a two D plane like this makes me not want to progress in this game as much because Terraria has like house building in it and base building in it. But when it's not 3D, I find it less interesting. It sounds really nitpicky, but that kind of mattered to me a little bit when I went to go play this. Yeah, I actually, I
1: agree with that. And I think that Terraria, while being really good, for me has the issues of there's so many things that I just didn't do in Terraria. Whereas when the game first came out, uh, or like maybe after the first big patch, I played through the whole game. Right, like I played through the whole game and beat the like end boss and stuff like that. And there were still just things that I didn't really do. Like I didn't feel I didn't bother building a nice looking base. I just like built the most efficient way to get all the NPCs to spawn and get in. And I like didn't deal with a lot of the ways of crafting or like farming and things like that because they weren't dealing with them in 2D just felt hard, like felt so weird to me after playing so much of other games like Minecraft and things like that where I just, it's crazy to me that I played through this entire game and didn't experience things in it.
0: Yeah. That that does seem odd. I know we played a little bit of it and I got to see a little bit more of the game is about and it just didn't, it didn't quite hit. And I think it's because of exploration in a 2D game doesn't feel as good to me as it does in a 3D game. And same thing with progression when building something too. And it's just, it it lacked it for me when I feel like it just made me want to play Minecraft more than play more of it. (laughs) Yeah, I've been, I've been back
1: playing Terraria a little bit and I actually really like the game. I think it's a ton of fun. I am really enjoying it, but it does just have some things that Make it a little bit awkward One thing it does do really well Is the game seems to have a pretty good Does a good job of Giving you something to do Without telling you to do it Mm Mm-hmm So you explore and you find like the corruption for the first time and there's a big enemy that deals so much damage and you're like, okay, well I need to get better gear to go explore it. So then you go mining for your upgrades and once you get a little bit of upgrades, you go back and then you say, oh, okay, and then you fight and then you can kind of fight through these and you explore that area a little bit and then you go past it and you find like something like the jungle and it's got this massive sprawling cave system to explore and so I think it does that really well. I think it does... It does a good job of giving you things to do without telling you what to do. But it does just have a couple problems where I don't think it's perfect because a couple things just are hard to get into, in my experience. Like, But the game is really good at what it does. And I think that the game's combat is actually a ton of fun. And I think that progression can be really interesting because there's so many different things you can do. But for a game like this, especially considering this game puts a forced emphasis on building through the way
0: it uses NPCs, yeah, it's hard. Yeah, and when you force me to build things a certain way because of NPCs and I don't enjoy the way the building works in the game, it's just it obviously misses for me. And I'm sure that some people will actually prefer the fact that it's 2D, but it's not my jam. Yeah. Now, the All next right. one... Is kind of a big one right now. Yep. And I have feelings. You have feelings. Game. I have feelings about Valheim. All right. Give me your feelings. I I, I want to play this game more. And I think it does something that's kind of cool when it comes to progression so far. With the biomes. We're like. Biomes in games matter because you know you can get certain objects in these biomes. But this game has like enemy scaling based on which biome you're in, which I find really interesting. So, like, no no major giveaways here, but like, the second you go into the second biome, which is like the black forest, like enemies are harder, mm-hmm. and the second you cross the border, they're weaker, which I think is really cool. It lets you know kind of like what danger level you're at when you go into an area. And I kind of find that sweet. It means that as you get stronger, you're going to go into the new area, see something really cool. Also know that, hey, if I'm crossing over here and I barely got to that last area, that I might need to grind and get better gear and level up before I take on this new area, which I thought was kind of cool.
1: Yeah, I think that one of the really cool things is with the way that the bosses work in that game where basically it gives you a location. It forces you to see the world. Whereas in a lot of these games, you can wind up basically sitting in your little clearing and spending so long there that you don't actually see what's going on outside. And Valheim forces you to go and see things outside of your little area, of like your immediate area. And that also, it works as its form of progression it uses that as a tool to show you what to do where you explore for the first time and maybe stumble into the black forest. And then the game's like, by the way, this is a harder area. You should go fight the first boss and get some gear before you try
0: doing this. And I think that's actually a really good way of doing it. I think so too. And the game even has a full leveling system in it, which is just as you repeat a task, you get better at it so there's a there's a couple ways that you progress in this game and crafting things you have to build up your infrastructure better so it really has several layers of progression that are very obvious on what you need to do but it's not necessarily obvious on um which biome you have to go to necessarily which is kind of fun so like you go into a biome i'm like oh here's this material i couldn't find and you start realizing that new biomes have new materials Like you said, the game forces you to go to all these areas, which I think is really cool.
1: Yep. And to contrast it with Ark. Once you have the materials and the crafting station to craft something, you can craft it. Um, Shenanigans. Shenanigans. (laughs) (laughs) And that's like that's really cool because you go and you get started and you chop down a couple trees and you harvest some rocks off the ground and then you go in make your first thing and whatever. And then you start exploring a little bit and you come across Flint. And the next time you go back to your bench, you have a whole bunch of more often options for crafting, which I just yeah. think, I think that's really cool. I think that's a really good way of doing it rather than giving you a skill
0: tree to unlock your crafting recipes. I do not like how beds work in this game. That's, that's, that's <laughs> one of my main complaints. but That's a pretty minor one. I think um, the fact that, You know, there's a lot of rules to this has to have a roof on it. That has to have a roof on it. And then the game's like, no, not that roof. We want this roof on it. An actual roof, not another form house, an actual roof.
1: I think my biggest problem is the fact that it wants a fire inside. But then you can't put like a roof above the fire because then like smoke fills up and you start taking damage. But if we like make a chimney and leave the roof open, then the rain stops the fire from working. It's just really inconvenient. <laughs> that's the it, that's
0: definitely been the big piss-off for me thus far. <laughs> yeah, getting used to a different style of what the game wants you to build has uh it, it surprised me when we, we launched this game up. Yeah. And it's not a bad thing. And too this game's still pretty much in its infancy, so there's a lot more they can add to this game, so I'm really curious to see how that goes. I don't know how this game is this small file size wise. <laughs> Clearly
1: uh, someone at Activision needs to come hire these people because they know how to make their games not 400 gigs.
0: Yeah, and that'd be great. You know, as much as, you know, people love Call of Duty, now you can't even have it in the campaign open at the same time. Like, hey, yeah, you have to like uninstall and reinstall them on your base PS4.
1: Hell Yeah. <laughs> Yeah that isn't I still have no idea How they pulled that off that is absolutely incredible Yeah but I think this game is A ton of fun and just I'm really enjoying it I think the boss Progression is a really cool addition Because it gives you As we were kind of saying that goal Mm -hmm. With Like but it's very minimal Yeah like it's not like you have a like Super obtrusive quest list or anything like that It's a very very minimal just When you feel like you're ready Go fight this thing. It's over here.
0: Yeah, I like like that. (laughs) You know, it's just it takes... It takes time to get to a place, but at least you know where the place is. Yeah. So, you have anything else on Valheim here? Nah, sell me on swimming. Okay, swimming's lit. So, (laughs) Subnautica is the thing we're talk about this is one Michael really hasn't played that I have which is unusual for this genre that I have something on him <laughs> so subnautica okay is low-key slightly a horror game and that sounds funny and like I thought that sounded really stupid before I started playing subnautica but the feeling of being in an open ocean with your little like Life Pod is like the only place you have that's safe. Got really creepy. And the game has a good way of showing you that there is a goal. And I I think just... It kind of Loki has a biome progression system a little bit like Valheim has, where as you go deeper in the water, you definitely see different things. And as you get further and further away from your pod, but the horror aspect of it is just... When you're swimming around and you hear a noise from something you've never seen before, you just hear some kind of weird growl or some kind of sound in the water, and you're like, what the hell is that? And you look around and you don't see it. And all of a sudden you see, like, something's eyes off in the dark of the water, and you're like, oh god, I have so many crafting materials on me. And you try to, like, just get away as fast as you can. It makes that game really tense. And... Minecraft kind of does the same kind of thing where dying feels really bad if you die in a bad spot. And the same thing Subnautica does that where if you die in the middle of the ocean, well, goodbye to all your stuff, which I found really cool. The other thing I really like about Subnautica is just it's different. It's not just like grass, you know, you don't cut down trees. Cut down tree, punch tree. This one is just like even though technically you're just cutting down like underwater plants and junk. It just, it felt a little different. There's definitely a, more of a story in Subnautica. Like, there actually is a full plot, and technically there's an end game, To where, like, as you kind of quote, beat game? the game. Yeah, as you actually quote, beat the game.
1: I mean, and Minecraft has credits.
0: Yeah, t- technically it does. <laughs> okay, I have played Minecraft with you how much now? Like, I'm trying to actually play more. I still don't know how exactly you get to the end Dragon, because i never looked it up i, actually I mean we we'll just are. haven't played that much no i've only played like 80 hours which probably is not that much in minecraft land to be honest i
1: mean also you have to remember a big chunk of that is modded as well for sure which
0: obviously when we get them more into minecraft we'll talk about how that's a big part of it but i don't know with subnautica balancing building up your quote base that is your little life pod and like kind of progressing through that and trying to balance with that with getting better gear as you can go further and further out resources feel very precious in the game like you you aren't like f- surrounded by you know trees so you're like wood's not a big deal like everything in subnautica feels important and hard to get which makes a lot of decision making on how you progress feel like an actual choice and not just oh I'm just going to craft this because I can it's like well no I need titanium for this 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 and this but I only have like four of it and there's no way I'm building all this stuff at once it just has a really nice progressive feel to that there's you know like I said the intrigue of the story it made made it really fun I really like Subnautica the only with Subnautica is you can't play multiplayer which kind of bricks that game For a lot of people.
1: Yeah, I think I definitely would have played Subnautica by now if it had multiplayer.
0: Yeah, and I'm really surprised, too, that Subnautica Below Zero does not have multiplayer either. And I don't know, like, I don't get why. Your game's, like, decently popular. You've made a pretty good amount of money with it. I mean, PewDiePie streamed your game for, like, a million years and a bunch of people downloaded it. Can you just add multiplayer now, please? <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, if you're if you're looking for a solo experience and you don't have fun to play with, you're trapped in your house, eating the same bag of Cheetos again, you know, give Subnautica a try. I think it's a really good game. It's probably like my favorite one on here to play by yourself, that's for sure. That's fair. Yeah. Would well, you believe so me if
1: I told you it would probably be my second choice to play by myself?
0: Um, Is is your first one Minecraft? Maybe. Maybe it's Minecraft. <laughs> <laughs> All
1: right. So Minecraft, man, the king. I Okay, I can call this the king of this genre, right? It's I mean, the king.
0: It started it. So, yeah. But like it started it. It's still the biggest. It's the best. It's the king. Mod support does a lot No 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 no, no
1: no no we're talking base Minecraft it's the king
0: Ooh. Uh, I'm gonna think about this For a second
1: Minecraft I think the biggest thing For this game that Really pushes it Above the rest of this game is And we talked about this at the top You can do anything And I feel like for most of these games, it's you can do anything. Kind of. True. Minecraft isn't. Minecraft doesn't have that kind of. Minecraft has the, but if you want to do this, it takes a fuck ton of time and you're going to fuck it up and it's going to be pain in the ass. But you can do it. People have built functioning computers in that game. You can do it. And that is so incredible to me. I've played a ton of Minecraft, and the part that I really enjoy about Minecraft is building. That's kind of, for the people that have played a ton of this game, that's what most of them enjoy, unless you're someone who, like, is speedrunning the game, which is an entirely different category, right? The game definitely has its failings in the combat department i think the like actual fighting and combat in that game does pale in comparison to some of the other ones on this list but i don't think that any of the games on this list can compete with the exploration and building of this game i think that it's really incredible i think that the world is different every time and you can build and when you're building you can build to try and accomplish a purpose. If you have something you want to build and you think about it, you can do it, or you can just build something to look pretty. And the game for the most part, you're never locked out of doing anything. I can decide to do this right at the beginning of the game. If I want to, it might take a little bit longer than it does later on. Once I have better equipment, but I can do whatever I want right away, which I think is really
0: cool. Mm Hmm. And that's the difference between Minecraft and a lot of those other games is the accessibility factor is is huge in Minecraft. Just between game settings, between how the, the game's built with even like creative mode, like you can really do whatever you want in Minecraft where I think that's why Minecraft is better than Subnautica. I think just, like, factually, it's just better. Where, like, Subnautica is more about doing this journey, Minecraft's more about doing whatever the heck you want, and one of those things can be a journey. Yeah.
1: And, and- I think when you talk about the game before mod support, because I think that you kind of have to talk about it that way to be fair, the game is not perfect. It definitely does a lot of things really well. It has... The most play replayability of anything on this list because of the way that you can combine things together and the way that you can do whatever you want. It's also better together, which I think we're going to keep coming back to on these games. It is better with people. If you have a group of like six friends who want to play on a Minecraft server, that's one of the best experiences. That's one of my favorite things to do in video games. And it's like not particularly close. Cause you get to build things and you get to work together and you get to like compete with your friends and it's just, you can do whatever you want. And then yeah. when you add in the level of mod support that Minecraft has, you can make Minecraft into any type of game you want.
0: Which just speaks a lot to the value you get from Minecraft, especially when you're on PC. It's just games endless.
1: Yeah. And if you're if you're playing Minecraft on PC and you want to play an RPG or you want to play a farming type game like far, like uh, Stardew Valley or something like that or you want to play uh, an adventure RPG or you want to play a tech optimization type game like Factorio, Minecraft can become all of those through mods, which I think is absolutely incredible the sheer depth of different things that you can do in this one game using the same medium is awesome.
0: Yeah. And that's Minecraft appeals to, you know, young kids to like adults, to computer programmers to like people who just want to build this thing that they never could in real life. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like it really is beyond itself. It's just, it's, It's video game Legos, but with where you have infinite Legos and it's amazing. Yeah. You know? Yeah.
1: And I know for myself, like, even though I'm someone who enjoys the building aspect of it, the additional portions of the survival, like, component to building of actually having to gather the resources and something like that, something very cathartic and enjoyable about it. I'm not someone who enjoys playing creative where you just have access to everything, even though the part of the game that I like is the building of it. I still want the first step of having to collect things. And the fact that you've designed a game where I want the step A to the step B I want is really impressive.
0: Yeah. it does a good job of being... Like, the gathering's there. And has just enough involvement with it where it's interesting and isn't encumbersome to your progression. Where, like, arc. Surviving felt encumbersome, Valheim at times with the fact you have to have a balanced diet of different kinds of food, feels encumbersome and, and like tedious sometimes. Oh, I actually like unnecessary. That. I. In Valheim, the fact that you have to gather three different kinds of food and keep it up all the time also just artificially slows progression, though.
1: It sure, feels but late. you
0: don't have to though. But. You, like, have a third of a stamina bar if you don't. Yes. It is technically optional, though. Actually, it's optional. <laughs> it is optional, but it definitely it's it feels suboptimal to not pay attention to it. Which, it doesn't bother me enough to, like, not do it. Because that game is fun. And I want to play more Valheim. But it does change the way that game plays versus Minecraft, where you can kind of... You can eat whatever to get your hunger up, but there are better ways to do it. It's not like you need to eat, you know, wheat, berries, and meat if you want to keep going. But if you really like that, there are mods that do it. Oh, I I bet there are. (laughs) I bet bet there's a a ton of mods out there for Minecraft. There's so many mods for Minecraft, it's insane.
1: And... Minecraft is a game that still changes, which is incredible to me for how long it's been around. Mm-hmm. Once every like year year and a half, you get a new patch and while the whole game doesn't change, a lot of things become different.
0: Yeah, and even just cross-progression existing, like with a, I mean, not cross-progression, cross-play with Minecraft. The fact that anybody can technically play with anyone is... Just unbelievable that they've done that. And they've managed to get everyone to like agree to do that. Provided you're on the same version. There's yeah. still different
1: versions of that game, but yes.
0: Yeah, but it is possible, though, which I yeah. don't think any of these other games do that. I would not think that any of these other games do. No. The That's only one think- is maybe Ark, but I doubt that. Yeah, you huck enough money at something, you can make it happen.
1: That is Microsoft's motto. Yay, capitalism! (laughs) Shit, our Xboxes aren't selling enough? Buy Bethesda. (laughs) Buy Bethesda. Um, (laughs) Wait a minute, we're not going to be able to
0: sell enough of these games. Okay, the legacy games are going to stick around on the consoles that they have legacies with so that we don't, like, you know, lose sales because nobody bought Xboxes. (laughs)
1: Limited exclusives man It's what's going to happen And they're going to make so much money off of it Mm, Money (laughs) So many people who are just buying uh, Like a PS5 Will buy an Xbox if they can play Elder Scrolls A year earlier
0: It's true I'm sorry that I'm going to buy an Xbox
1: I mean I'm not Microsoft (laughs) it's going to come to PC Why the hell would you buy an Xbox when it's just going to be on PC anyway
0: Oh did you not hear that did you not know this? We're going to not put some games on PC. They literally announced like last
1: year that all new Xbox exclusives are going to come to PC. I
0: mean, obviously. They're fudging that already with Game Pass, too. But with, they like, aren't. Th- they just released a game that isn't on PC Game Pass.
1: Yes, but they didn't say all games would come to Game Pass on PC. They said they are are available on PC. They're fudging it. I don't like it. I don't approve. I don't think that's fudging it at all. Outriders <laughs> is still on PC, just not through Game
0: Pass. Which is lame. <laughs> yeah. If it's not on Game Pass, it just means you're not buying it through your stupid crappy store. Because Game Pass on PC, while has a ton of games on it, is not the greatest interface and user experience in my life. Really? It's not? No, no, no. I mean, it's not like Epic Game Store bad, but it's also not good. Oh, Outriders, Outriders is on Epic, by the way. Yikes. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, wrapping back to the topic at hand, you got anything else on these uh open world, questless, aimless games? Do what you want. Have fun.
0: Um, If you like the horror genre but want an open world game and just like not like body horror and all that jump but like just like tense stuff i recommend subnautica you have a bunch of friends that want to play a game uh, definitely like valheim and minecraft i think both pretty sweet games uh don't buy grounded because honey i Shrunk the kid sucks and um uh, <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's the best grounded
1: review i've heard yeah exactly why would call you up, like call, up call something that sucks <laughs> Call Polygon. It's probably better than whatever review they have for that. I uh
0: I'm not I'm not touching Polygon with a ten foot pole. You might try <laughs> to cancel me. <laughs> stay in <away from> <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Well we'll head out, stay exactly in our houses, and escape to these wonderful worlds that make us feel like we're not all fucked. Yay! Woohoo! Below average gaming
1: Please subscribe to YouTube